I don't know if that has anything to do with this. I don't think it has anything to do with that. I think that. that's where the man would be running around. <laughs> I don't. Avalanche kills mountain climber in southern Bosnia. <laughs> I mean, it, it could be one of the enemies. <laughs> Bosnia's construction output down 0.3% in 2020. I think I think I'm going to start stop looking at what's going on in Bosnia now. Because if you look up things in Bosnia, more often than not, it's just bad news, which is unfortunate. Hey, this is Sad Boys House AC. I'm Jiggly. This is Adnan House. I'm not. No, I'm RJ. Uh, it's, it's spring, spring is in the air. It's yes, it's February. It's late February, but I, I is always, spring in the air? I mean, the, the snow is melting and it's warm enough outside where I don't have to wear a parka. You go outside. Yeah. I've finally gone outside. I, I've gone on three walks within the past week. Unbelievable scenes there. To be fair, it's more than I go outside. I think. Of course, the first one was like, I think I think I took like a five mile walk that day and then I couldn't move the next two days. Your your mailbox is that far. <laughs> I, I decided that I, I, I was very, I was very frustrated with what I was working on and I decided got, to take a nice long walk and you I got sore my from walking. It was it was a it's five a mile. Yeah, it was it's been a while since I walked that much and also I had to go through like really deep snow and so just like my legs going up and so upper legs were not good for the next two to three days. Um, I had to stand for a while doing something and I got restless and I started thinking about how we used to just stand for multiple hours at fire games. I'm like, man. <laughs> man, I uh anyway that that's what I was trying to get at, which is, you know, this is this is the sort of weather that I always think I look out at and I walk out and think it's soccer season. Man. Is that the same for you guys? No, not no. the slightest, to be okay. fair. Cool. <laughs> I, I get where you're coming from, but I, I it's, do not it was all, It's always the start of the fire season. It's the start of like when fire stuff is actually happening. So That's why I always think of that. I've, I've, I have an announcement to make. After looking more into Bosnia, I've decided to become a lifelong FK Tuzla City fan. Tuzla City. Oh, yes. dear. I me. might not use that pre-show bit and nobody will know what you're talking about. That's fine. <laughs> this this entire podcast is in-jokes and self-references at this stage. Honestly, yeah. Honestly, yeah. We don't even know who our audience is, Tuzla to be honest. City. I'm trying to remember I, if Tuzla City is in the, the Bosnian Bosnian part, the, the Serbian Bosnian part, or the Croatian oh, Bosnian part. Yeah. Let me look up their logo. And are see are, we, are we getting into politics now of, of the Balkan state? Oh, dude, though, there is there's so many politics in the Bosnian League of itself. It's unbelievable scenes. Tuzla City, let me just make sure. We have an estimated audience on Anchor of three people. And I don't listen to the podcast, so I mean... <laughs> Who are you people? Fun fact... Tuzla City used to be called Sloga Simin Han. Deary me. Oh, okay. yeah. No. <laughs> Who's the location? Oh, I, I want to look this up lastly before we get into whatever the actual content is. Where is Tuzla? Is Tuzla South? No clue. Oh, no. It's in the, the northeastern region of Bosnia. It's, it's uh, according to Wikipedia, it's in the dark blue area. The That's coordinates legend. are 44, 32, 17 north, 1840, 34 east. Uh, I don't know if that means anything. No, it's northeastern area, so I don't think it's too deep into Bosnian-Serbian territory. Interesting. Anyway, the actual soccer. Um, yeah, yeah, cool. 
so I wanted to, you know, have have a nice moment at the beginning, and then we all just kind of blew it in our own special ways. We all did. Hey, that was good content. We all did. It. We all did it. We got Darji hit us with a Tuzla City reference, so that's a huge <laughs> W already. Uh, Premier League. What do you got? Liverpool has lost four straight games, and West Ham is now in fourth place. Thanks to yeah. Messi Lingard. Who has grown past the need for United now where people were saying, like, should he, should he play when he goes back to United? I'm like, you shouldn't go back to United. You should, you should move on. He's better. He's better suited away from that mess of a club. Would you want to play for Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, Jiggly? I don't um, think so. No. <laughs> I, I mean... I'd sit on the bench and collect a paycheck. That is fair. That is, I'll, I'll never disagree with a player getting his money. But yeah, Premier League's following the, the same arc as it's kind of been recently, so nothing too monumental has changed. I think uh, the EFL Cup is pretty soon, right? No. I actually looked that up. It's not It's not until April for some reason. They usually, Yeah, usually the Carabao Cup, to use its proper term. Would be the final would be in February, but they've pushed it back for I'm assuming COVID related related reasons. Leeds won. Leeds won. That's neat. I don't know. I have no thoughts on that one. Yeah, uh, Manchester City. Manchester City has officially run away with it. I, yeah, they're they're just they're gone. They they've they've blasted off into space. Raheem Sterling scores a header despite being what like five seven. Hey, that's how, that's my height. <laughs> How tall is Raheem? I'm slightly taller than Raheem Sterling. That's that's wonderful. Five seven, correct? Yeah, I I didn't realize that I had a tall person bias because I'm six three, and I just assumed <laughs> the average height would be like five eleven, six foot. And my friends were telling me about how they're five six, five seven. I'm like, you guys are that short, and they're like, that's not really short though. That's just that's yeah, relatively it's... close average. And now you guys saying that has concerned me once again. I I always consider myself short, so I mean, I don't know. Uh. I was going to say a word, but I think you would have uh, censored it. Probably. Probably. Uh, uh, yes, Bundesliga. Holland uh, going to Munich? Hmm? What's up? Where, there, I where saw have you some, seen that? I just saw a bunch of things on, on the Google News when I was, look, when I was researching this. Oh, Google News. News. <laughs> Google, deary me, we should just end it there. Just end, end the podcast on Google, Google News for, for sources. For a boomer. I, it's because well, it's it's like the quickest quickest way. There is no such thing as Google News. It's an aggregate. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's what I mean. Like it's just like the quickest way for me to like get all, as much information as I can and be like, okay, so this is what things are happening. Well, let me put my let me put my diploma in use here. That is stop spreading lies or there's no well, technically news. you can still call it google news because that's the thing that like riles up it's, all the news yeah that's, that's the thing that i it's use it's not actual news but i guess you could call yeah, it it's google, news. google in itself is not a news a news source it collects like news sources the newspaper is news on the paper all that from one source the, though that might have been the dumbest thing i've said all, in a while, all from one source <laughs> but I'm, I'm still gonna make fun of jiggly for using google news just because that's just funny I don't know. Apparently, I can't wait till the fire season starts and Jiggly has to check the score on on Bing. <laughs> hey, did the fire win? And then he has to wait ten years for the page. I, I mean, if if he does search on Bing, he'll get Microsoft points that he can use towards a one dollar Game Pass. But oh maybe. man, I need that. <laughs> Is that really how that works? Unbelievable scenes. Look, I didn't what, know. What when next year when people are allowed 
to go in stadiums again, you know, for being normal people, I will give you a dollar. I'll give I'll give I'll give it to you I'll give it to you in pennies. I'll give it to you in pennies. I, I will give you a dollar. I'll give, it, be... I'll give it to you in pennies and then I'll spread it across Soldier Field and then you just Give him give him one type of each coin though. So give him what would that be? That'd be a quarter. How many dimes then would you need if you get if you get all of them to consider it, you need at least five pennies, then a nickel, a dime. There's also a fifty cent coin, you know that? Oh, I forgot about that. I think that a that fifty like cent a coin is worth more than what it's actually worth because it's might, so rare. Right, to be fair, let's see, fifty cent, twenty five. Okay, that'd be twenty five, and then another ten. That'd be eighty five, ninety. Yeah, and then if you give them, if you, yeah, you just have to give them ten pennies, I believe, and you can give them uh, a, a whole litany of variety coins. What am I on about? The, Holland's not going to Munich, if anything. Um, I was, would, uh, that was the one thing I saw. <sighs> Apparently, it came from Gold.com, which is. Iffy at best. Well, if they if they do that, they're guaranteed to win the league for another however many years they want to win the league. To be fair, Bayern Munich, because the the most common rumors have been um, City and. Are you talking about this article where it just says only ten club could afford Holland? No, I found the goal no. thing where it says oh. Holland told Bayern Munich are only a step for him, but Mateus doubt the deal will be done. So there's probably a, a litany of articles. Yeah, then again, I, think, I think it's more of the conversation. About I think Sergio it's more Ramos to Manchester United, to be fair. I think it's more of a conversation of like, if Holland wants to stay in the Bundesliga, the only way for him to move within the Bundesliga would be to go to Munich. And Sergio then, Ramos is going to be with the fire, don't you know? Here we go again. Run from it, dread it. Anyway, uh, just straight Bayern talk. Uh, Bayern lost to Frankfurt. Uh, Frankfurt's actually won five straight now and is in fourth place in the Bundesliga. And, uh, yeah. You guys know who their next game's against? Didn't the, Bremen lose terribly this the week? The bad too? boys of Werther, Bre- do Werther Bremen had one of those games where they just didn't show up this weekend. And they, they lost to a Hoffenheim team that had as many as 10 players injured or out through various reasons. So, yeah, it'll Sounds be like a very, problem. It'll be a very tough task for Bremen to pick their game up against a team that's won five straight, one of which being against Bayern Munich. But that's uh, to be fair, I don't care about the German domestic league as much anymore because I've told you the DFB Pokal dream is on for Bremen. Uh, uh, RJ, any any thoughts on the River Derby? If you caught any of it, how uh, you feel about not having the game next year because Schalke is probably getting relegated? I, I actually skipped down on that. I, I didn't watch any Bundes um, over the weekend. Um, so I have no opinions. Any thoughts I, on the, I, the thing I, that I, happening I did, next year? I, I, I mean, Schalke is Schalke, so, you know, off we'd have seen. But I, I did see Bobby Wood, the legendary um, uh, U.S. men's national team forward, scored his first goal in like two years, I believe. For who? Wow. Hamburg? Yeah, for Hamburg. I was wondering go. what's been up with Bobby Wood. Like, I hadn't heard anything about him in a long time. I, well, he, he's apparently going to go to Real Salt Lake City um, this summer, but that's also the first I've heard of him in, like, decades. Yeah. <laughs> well, he won't be going to Salt Lake if he, if he gets another goal for Hamburg because they, they want to get promoted. Let's see, are they bottling it again? 
that's the the German narrative of Hamburg constantly getting close to promotion and then bottling it. So I want to see what they're up to now before we transition over oh, to whatever. Oh, which is sad because um, I think Hamburg, along with I think Hamburg, along with Bayern, are up until twenty twenty seventeen. They were yeah, like, think, yeah. They were oh, wait a second. Mm-hmm. Okay, look at this. Uh, this the top of the Bundesliga two. Four, the top four clubs too, yeah. are on exactly forty-two points together. Uh, this one, cl- this club, Luther uh, Firth, uh, is. I'm sorry. I, I look, man. How do you, how are you going to pronounce it, Adnan? Chris Kindle Market. Chris <laughs> Firth. Uh, yeah, that so, team has Julian Green, so you better respect. Yeah, so Firth. Uh, is has not lost a single game in their last five, but all the other top four have lost one have lost their previous game. But all on 42 points, all of them on the exact same amount of games. The only difference is goal differential, and even that is like it's a five goal difference between them. That is going to be fun like, to keep it on. That, that's the name I've also haven't heard. No, yeah, I knew about him because the the first team played Bremen in the cup. So I got to see what they were up to. Yeah, the, the, the four teams are Hamburg, Fjörth, uh, the one that I mentioned, uh, Bochum, Bochum, Bochum. Uh, uh Holstein, and Holstein Kiel. Mm, so yeah, that, that, that looks fun. We should, we should pay attention to that next week. I, I we should remember. pay attention considering I actually <laughs> cover that, that league partially for my, for my job. It's it's that that looks interesting. It it that looks like a very interesting situation there. Uh, moving on, uh, Serie A. Inter smashes Milan three uh, nil. This puts Inter fully into the driver's seat with a three point lead on the. Well, I mean, a three point lead against uh, against AC Milan, and I mean, I don't think that Juventus has a chance to come back up with their game in hand any further than that. Uh, the golden boot battle between Ronaldo and Lukaku uh, apparently is interesting. Although uh, Weston McKinney now has the most goals for an American in Serie A. He's got four now, and he's done it in just 13 appearances, passing Michael Bradley. Only four goals. I, I, think, that I, I think this proves that Serie A is truly a farmer's league because I, I have. How many goals did McKinney score against the Fire? Zero. <laughs> Zero. I don't think he played for. <laughs> I don't think he had a single appearance. How many goals did he score against the under twenty three team? Zero. I know. I know a guy that actually played for West McKinney at the the academy level in Dallas. That's all I have to say on that. To be fair, but yeah, I when you were saying that fun fact, I'm like, surely. No one scored that many goals, and I was immediately thinking about Alexi Lawless back when he made the move to AC Milan. I forgot about Michael Bradley's Wait, Roma he went days. to. I thought he played for Genoa. Sorry, yeah, he went to Italian team. I just assumed it was AC Milan for some no. reason. No, Gucci went to AC Milan. <laughs> Gucci, I miss Gucci, which is something that sounds very bad and out of context. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, Serie that's, pretty much done for. That's Serie uh, well, it's not pretty much done for. I mean, there's still there's still some there's still some things left for that. That's right. If, if AC bounced back after losing three 0 in the derby, fair play to them. Yeah, uh, and you know Juventus is still trying to get back up. For some reason, a, they're not. Didn't, didn't they win a cup already? They're in the final of the cup. 
Oh, uh, the Copa Italia or? Yeah, Copa Italia. Yes, um, we got La Liga. Atletico lost to Levante 2-0, but remains firmly on the top with a game in hand over Real. And here's a random question that I had for you have for you because it's not that likely, but I just want to know what happens. What if Barca actually fell out of a Champions League position? They are currently in fourth, and Real Sociedad is just six points behind. Even if they drop to Europa level, what happens to that team? I mean, they, they dropped down to Europa back in their early... 2000 so um i mean i mean right now of course with with messi and co well if, implying if messi is still going to be there um that's not going to look good but they've dropped down to europa before i mean there's just going to be more twitter banter that's about it yeah it wouldn't happen this year because Sociedad are bottle jobs which is proven by the fact that they lost four nil to to Ole Gunnar Solskjaer Manchester united but next year if they're without messi that barcelona team could certainly fall out of the top four. I just, I, I, like, it's it's a thing where I want it to happen be because a... I want it to happen. I also don't want it to happen because, like, a, a strong Barca is a good thing, I think. Is it? I mean, it's it's one of those things where, like, it's similar to AC Milan when they were, when they fell out, when they fell off, where it's just like, oh, this team that's been good, all the only thing I've known is them being good. They're not good anymore, and that's weird. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's like when people are rooting for Madrid to finish third in their Champions League group to they get rele- to get sent down to Europa. I mean, yeah, good Barca is good for for the sport, but at the same time, for the betterment of La Liga itself, it's it's nice it needs, to see. It needs it. It needs it. Yeah, it's nice to see. You know, I mean, Sevilla is always in the top ten, but you know, Levante. Uh, Real Betis. It's it's nice to see those in the top ten. So, um, I I doubt they're going to drop down to Europa. They're they're too good for Europa. But if they do drop down to Europa, then it is what it is. I have no stake in wherever they play. Uh, and speaking of Europa, we're going to talk about the Champions League instead of the Europa League because I don't know if they're still going. Uh, Champions League stuff happened uh, as the day that we were recording. I didn't watch it. Adnan did. What's up with that? I, I made the mistake of getting excited for an Atletico Madrid game. And uh, they did the thing they always do where they just sit back and defend. But they're a little worse now than they used to be because they lost to Chelsea after a bicycle kick from Olivier Giroud. But, yeah, there was that. And then Bayern easily beat Lazio away, to be fair. Which is what you would expect, to be fair. So, like, that's, that's it? Yeah, those were the two games today. Tomorrow is Gladbach versus Manchester City and Real Madrid versus Atlanta, which should be a fun game. But yeah, today was an underwhelming day in terms of Champions League action. Fun. Uh, we got some Japan stuff to talk about. We got two big things to talk about. First off, I actually watched... I, I forgot to mention it last time because I, I, I knew I was forgetting something last, last time. But the Fuji Xerox Super Cup... Uh, the uh, basically like the the support the not supporters shield the uh, community, community shield, shield uh, for the J League. I watched it live. It w- uh, they had English commentators because uh, the J League the J League itself doesn't have uh, doesn't have their games on YouTube, but the uh, cup does. So I got to watch it on YouTube and Feel watching it watching it. I fully understood why Kawasaki is like 
listed as better than every single MLS team on that one list that we were talking about last time because they just dominated, uh, absolutely dominated possession in the first half. Uh, both of their goals came within like four minutes of each other and were so extremely easy because I was just watching it and you're just seeing like, they just, Kawasaki doesn't even move. They just wait for Gamba. They just waited for Gamba Osaka to just like get out of their way and then they went through. And so they got two goals out of that. The second goal was really funny because the dude was just, it was the most casual goal I've ever, the most casual finish. It was wonderful. Ad, Adnan saw it. It's, it's, right? it's, it reminds you of the Thierry Henry celebration in back in the last days. It's just the most casual goal. Uh, then in the second half, Kawasaki just sort of stepped off the gas and Gamba came back with their own two goals in 10 minutes. The second goal was from a penalty. And I mean, did, did you, did you actually watch that? Watch that. Uh, watch the penalty call because I thought it was a bit like suspicious. I didn't think I, it actually touched. I it. zoomed by it, but I mean, it's pound handball decisions are often like yeah. that where you can have one way or the other. Because it hit like it hit his shoulder ish area, and it didn't even look like it hit him. Uh, anyway, so yeah, they got back, and I thought we were going into extra time, but turns out they don't have. They decided to remove extra time for this season because of uh, COVID stuff. And they're just like, we want to finish this game as quickly as possible. So they were, so they're going to go straight to penalties. But in the 96th minute, Kawasaki scored a goal. It was Yu Kobayashi. And uh, he came on, he was actually a substitute. A lot of, uh, one of the major reasons probably why Gambo Osaka was being completely dominated was because they didn't start all of their best players because, you know, they want to make sure that they're fresh for the new season coming up on Friday. Uh, But like, Basically, the ball started out in the back, and within seconds, it was in the goal because a lane just opened up in the middle of the field, and so it was just a straight pass from the defense on the ground to the attack, and instantly, he's just got like one guy to beat left. Uh, It looks like a very simple ultimate team goal. Yeah, it looks like an ultimate team goal. Just so simple, so stupid. I love that. So yeah, that's what happened. So yeah, the Kawasaki won the... Xerox Super Cup, uh, three to two on a last second goal. So that was nice. That was so that was a fun moment. Is Xerox I, I, a sponsor? Yes. Okay. Yeah. On, I, I I didn't watch the game, but um, uh, Karu Mitoma, the, the dude who scored two goals, I actually have him in Football Manager for Lane Orient. He he missed the penalty in my FA Cup final. So Oof. it's a good thing they didn't go to penalties then. So uh, there's that. So uh, Karu, if you're listening to this, you owe me. 45 minutes. Oof. That's... That does hurt. Do, do um, people still wear suits for, for football manager finals? I know that was a meme. Oh, if I, if I played football manager and if I had a suit, I'd do it. I don't even <laughs> think I have a suit that fits me. I don't... I don't wear... I, you don't okay. wear what? <laughs> hmm? <laughs> I'm not gonna Continue? say. I'm not gonna say yeah, that. That's concerning. <laughs> um... Yeah, uh, so onto the season preview for wait. Oh man, there was something else I want. Oh yeah, there was also a really cool save from the Gambo Saka goalkeeper. Like the only thing keeping the only thing keeping Gambo Saka in the match in that first half sure. and going into the second half was that goalkeeper. That goalkeeper was doing real good. Um you know, we haven't had that joke in a long time. <laughs> Run from it, dread it, destiny arrives all the same. Uh, anyway, yes. Yeah, season preview. It hasn't what? happened because of the cold. Now that it's hot, 
Oh, he's, <laughs> Jiggly or RJ's back in the form now. He's heating. He's heating RJ's up. back. RJ, RJ's warmed up. Uh, anyway, back. so RJ's back. So the so the J League uh, season starts on Friday. We got uh, two new teams because there was no relegation last season, and there's still promotion. So there's 20 teams this year. The two new teams that we're going to be seeing is Tokushima Vortis, which is from Tokushima, a prefecture on the island to the southwest of Osaka and Kobe, uh, and Avispa Fukuoka uh, from Fukuoka, the prefecture on an island even They're, further uh, south and west of the previously that, mentioned that island. Vor, Vor, Vortis, their jersey is hashtag elite. Like, I'm planning, I'm probably going to buy one eventually. That, it's that, 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 I can't speak. It's that good? It's it's good. Here, let me um, send it in. Put it in my thing. I tweeted about it a few day, weeks ago, but oh, Pokari Sweat! I know that brand. <laughs> it's like the it's like the Gatorade, isn't it? Oh, that's mm-hmm. heat. Yeah, that looks nice. Oh, I like the body mainty sponsor of the big bright yellow patch. So yeah, that's that's fun. Uh, but those those are the two new teams. Uh, Adnan, would you like to change your? Would you like to switch from uh, FC Tokyo to this team? Well, no, no, no he, he won a trophy. Know, he won hey, a trophy. Now. I'm not leaving the Tokyo boys okay, after a year. Okay. <laughs> you think <laughs> like, I am? Come on now. Like he he won a trophy. Like that's that's pure luck right there. Let's support a team. It's pure like. Luck. Like just out of nowhere, and then they win a trophy the first year that. Hey, Osaka, come on now. Terzo Osaka lost in the semis of the Lovian Cup. And if it wasn't for Corona, you know, Adnan's team would have been facing the Copa Sudamericana champions. So. Oh, come on now. Res- respect. Respect, Jiggly. I don't know uh, why I'm demanding respect from you, but you know what? That's just also, that feels right. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know what respect for me earns anybody. Uh, Man. Uh, the, the thing that I wanted to also mention when I was looking up, you know, where, uh, where Tokushima and Fukuoka are, there are only two teams north of Tokyo and that's, uh, Vigalta Sendai, which I believe is on the same, uh, latitude as Chicago. I think I, I remember doing this research once and I forgot if it was, I was Sendai or something That's actually a pretty cool fun fact. To yeah. Folks, so I'll allow it. Um, and all the other team that's north of Tokyo is Consadale Sapporo. There are some other te- there's like a couple of teams that are technically north of Tokyo, but they're in the Tokyo area anyway. So I mean, they're Tokyo north Dome. of themselves. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the only two teams north of Tokyo, Vigalta Sendai and Consadale Sapporo, which Sapporo is like the island way up on top that's always snowing. Uh, yeah, the big names this season. I thought I was gonna have this thing of like, oh, here's names to watch out for, and I had nothing. The only thing is like Vermelin and Iniesta are still on Vissel Kobe, and last year's top scorer Michael Lunga has left Kashua and is now playing in Qatar. So good for him. Yeah, well, I mean, it's it. He he was scoring like crazy. I forgot I forgot how many goals he finished the season with, but like it was an uh, absurd amount of goal scoring. Oh, I think Xavi is still in Qatar. No, uh, apparently he's not. I ch- I checked the uh, I checked their foreign player list, and he's not there. No, anymore. he's managing. He's a coach. Oh, as coach. Okay. Jiggly, come on now. Hey, man, I Jiggly. <laughs> I'm kidding. I just like make for you for that. Oh, uh, I don't know. Where's his? There's his transfer marked page. Ah, uh, yes, Alunga. 
a, a, a proper football purist that uses uh, transfermarket.com. That's not a reliable website, you know. So? I, I could check. I could check. Uh, oh wait, I could check Football Reference. I have that, but I'm not going to go there right now. What's the Where's issue that? with uh, Transfer what's, Market? Yeah, what's the issue with Transfer Market? I mean, for other teams, but or it's fine he for scored... other leagues. But for for MLS, just use the MLS website itself. Sure. So Michael Olunga scored 28 goals last season in 32 games. That sounds like a lot. Yeah. So that's that's why I wanted to mention it because that's just like an absurd amount of goals and now he's not playing in the league anymore. You and so that's going to change things. You should go to the fire. Oh, he went to Qatar. So. Why not? Bring him to the fire. Why not? Yeah, let's get Michael Olunga. Uh, and the Michael first games for each Olunga, of our clubs. Jamaica. Ooh, I want to take you to... I'm so sorry. That was Michael Lunga's Kenyan. No, it's the song Aruba, Jamaica. Ooh, I want to take it to. Her. Okay. This one's on me. <laughs> My bad. Uh, the first games for the clubs that we care about on this on this uh, show. Uh, Shonan Belmari is going to start off the season against Sagantosu. So uh, RJ is going to be very happy to. Uh, uh, at least uh, cheer against uh, Fernando Torres, even though he's no longer playing. He, he what? He's still uh, a, like, he's like an advisor, sort of, technical advisor. Yeah, cheer against the spirits of of Fernando Torres. Uh, FC what Tokyo. What used to stand for? FC Tokyo is going to be playing against Urawa. What? Uh, FC Tokyo is going to be playing against Urawa. Just Red. say Red Diamonds. Deary yeah. me, deary, deary me. Well, I said Urawa correctly, and then I just said Weds. <laughs> uh, anyway, also, the, and then finally, Sirozo Osaka is going to be playing against Kashiba Reysol, which is the team that they lost to in the semifinal of the Livian Cup. So that's a fun fact for you there, bud. Um, yeah, we're, we, we, we can move on. We're going we're gonna to have the scores from those games next week. And, uh, Continue to try to make sense of the J League without actually watching the J League. It's we we do Everyone's our analysis based off vibes. Everyone's favorite segment. <laughs> you got to do analysis of purely off vibes and how you yeah. feel. Uh, Chicago Nisa. They've finally announced the name. It is Chicago House AC. Uh, they added in so Chicago House obviously won the uh, won the tournament, but they really like the idea of naming the team AC for Athletic Club because. Everyone else does football club or, you know, soccer club or something like that. And they decided, how about we have AC? Because not many other teams in America do that. So they do that. And they're also, they're, there were some jokes about like, oh, if we're an athletic club, we better see like a basketball team. And they said, yes, they are planning on trying to, uh, you know, speak to their te- speak to their community, which has already developed, whatever. But they're planning on hopefully in the future having different uh, sports connected with Two the Chicago house name. There. So that's Two fun stuff there. And also uh, the logo is actually really cool uh, in terms of just like, they, they did something with that. They did something with it and it is looks it? like a good, it looks like a good team. All right, I, mean, Jay, I thought you were talking. Oh, I mean, I'll, I'll watch, I'll watch their games. Um, I don't know if They're I gonna... could ever be a fan though, but I'll watch their games. They're the going to be at Seeky. Up the house. 
Uh, they're going to be playing at SeatGeek. They've got CJ Brown as their coach. Uh, they got Peter Wilt involved. I forgot they had CJ Brown as coach of all people. It's a good time. It's a good time. Um, we're going to see how that goes. How good of a time. I just, I just hope they remain authentic and true to themselves. I, I don't want, I don't want them chasing the Euro snob crowd from Wicker Park. Oh, really? I thought, I thought you were saying that's a joke. What's up? I thought what? you were saying authentic and true to themselves is a joke. Oh come on now, we need we need we need a proper football club in these parts. But, I mean, I I think that I think that they that like the Chicago Nisa idea like evolved from Chicago uh, from the Chicago NASL team idea that they were going to have and like the whole Chicago Sting stuff that they wanted to bring back. Sting. So I mean, I think that they are going to you know not go chasing crowds. They're going to they have the crowd already. I mean, I, I feel like a lot. I mean, I, I do know that uh, Chicago House, they're going to be attracting their own, um, a lot of, you know, their own fans eventually. But in the beginning, it's just going to be people like us. Well, yeah, I, I think that I think that they're major, boys at the house. I think that their major plan uh, back when it was still just Chicago and ASL, uh, I think their major plan was to just get the Chicago Fire diaspora, you know, all the people who were Fire fans and just sort of like eventually fell out of love with the team because of, you know, Houtman stuff or Nelson stuff or whatever. And they were going to get that crowd. And I think that they already have the attention of that crowd by just simply having Peter Wilt there. Um, Yeah. So we can move on to MLS. Uh, The Timbers and Thorns are now sponsored by TikTok. Yeah. So that's the thing. (laughs) Welcome to the new age. I don't have enough. I don't have as much beef with TikTok as others. So, you know what? I'll just let that be. I, I just found that funny. Um, it is funny. Uh, and there's also another thing. Of, I mean, do you guys have any idea for uh, MLS had the question earlier this week of who is what is the best rivalry in the league? And some people did mention, I think actually the New England Revolution uh, social media person actually said it themselves of uh, the best rivalry when it was big was the Revolution versus the Fire in the uh, semifinals, or at least the conference finals. Yeah, I mean, historically speaking, can't go wrong with that. Um, modern day, probably Portland, Seattle, because it's a good mix of two teams that are actually good, that have history, that have good fans. It's a the whole kit and caboodle, as they'd say. But yeah, I'm not particularly bothered either way. It's weird. It's kind of hard for for MLS rivalries. It a lot of it feels manufactured. Um, I mean, for me, it would always be you know. Fire in the revs, fire in the crew, but I don't even know. Like I, I can't take El Trafico seriously because <laughs> Nor should you. There there's or... a weird there's a weird rivalry that I see that I don't think anybody else really thinks about, which is uh is Orlando versus NYCFC. Oh, I thought oh. you were gonna say Atlanta fans versus everyone. <laughs> which used to be Seattle fans versus everyone back in the day. But but Orlando NYCFC is like they've kind of just had like a weird history of games against each other. Like not an important, not important games, but just like they came into the league at the same time. I always think of expansion teams that came into the league at the same time as rivals, and so yeah. NYCFC and Orlando are that for me. The rivals for Orlando are themselves. Yeah. So, like <laughs> I mean, yeah, they're I'm finally not... they're finally half decent, which is concerning. Oh, let's, not, let's, not, let's not get that far. Calm down. Calm down. Hey, now. hey, they did really good in the Mickey Mouse Cup. Because 
That's yeah, true. obviously. Yeah, it's it was the Mickey Mouse Cup. If anyone was going to do well in the Mickey Mouse Cup, it was going to be them, to be fair. Uh, what, what else? Like, well, I mean, the Fire, only, and KC, Fire and KC were also, was also is one that nobody really thinks about very much. But that's a good historic rivalry that is just not allowed on, to happen. On, on both sides of the coin now? No, he's still he's still not over on the fire side. Just because he just because he is the announcer for the team does not mean he's on our side yeah, in I, any I way. I won't get into back to my Tomiel rant. I, I I promise. We we've done this before. Uh, anyway, on to the fire. Uh, Pineda was a was on the preliminary roster for the Olympics qualifying uh, stuff that's going to be happening soon. You're, you're uh, so forgetting that's nice. another person. There's also Georgie, but like he's not on the team anymore. So why do we care? Uh, <laughs> Pineda was listed as a defender and not a midfielder, so that's interesting. Uh, I, that, that's the thing with Pineda is that like he can play both defense and that holding midfield spot, but the problem is like figuring out what would be best to have him at and like what's going to be best for the team and do we have certain personnel to work with different things in that. Uh, the Fire are going to be starting preseason early. Uh, everybody's already here. They're going to go to Orlando for the preseason. They don't have a schedule out yet, but they said basically they're already starting their quarantine now. Uh, because everyone's here already, so why not start now? I should probably get ready to write about things, shouldn't I? I already did. Uh, oh, boy. Vic- Victor Bazira is absolutely demolishing the Big Ten. Uh, he is a possible homegrown player. The Fire have already, like, you know, the social media team for the Fire has done some, has made some replies to Indi- for to the Indiana men's soccer account about him. So is it possible that he's going to be a midseason signing and finally fill out that forward depth spot? I'm not going to pretend like I care about a dude playing college soccer, so I, I will address I mean, myself in this. Hey, the the reason why college soccer, the reason why there is still something to care about in college soccer, even if you don't care about the draft, is that if you have a homegrown player, if you have somebody who you can sign already that's playing college, I mean, that's the thing is that you know when most of your okay, I'm not going to go with that with that argument. I'm going to talk about a different thing, uh, but like. The big thing in America is what is like going to college and, you know, oh, you need a you need a education. And so the fact that he's going to college says nothing about whether he's like not good enough to be playing right now. You know, maybe his parents just want him to go to college. So, you know, he can be. Oh, go ahead. Um, He can be a midseason signing. So important thing to watch out for. What I find about funny about the fire social media. um the the Spanish uh, fire Twitter account they tweeted happy birthday to our boy Elliot Collier, while uh, the English Twitter account didn't. Uh, <laughs> oh, they posted on Instagram, but they they that's uh, funny that they forgot they forgot on Twitter then. Man, well these these didn't didn't he hit someone while jogging? That's yeah. Like, we still have heard away. nothing about that since. <laughs> there has been no update on on the jogging incident. We're not and he wasn't wearing a mask. The jogging incident. The jogging incident. That's all we have to cover in this pre. The, the fact that solos happened with the team that we're covering, not even covering. Well, I think I think all of the moves have been made already. All of the moves have been made already. We're just waiting for things. to That's start. not good. They, they don't, don't want to hear that. They don't need a big signing because it, it's going to be closed stadium. If they can at least just get someone competent, I mean, yeah, no. I think right now they have they have who they want to develop. So. They're just gonna develop the players that they want that they feel like okay, we're ready. 
That's not great news to hear, to be I, fair, I, considering how many holes we still have to fill. But I don't want to go into predi- predictions yet, but you know, this is an MLS Cup team, but this is a U.S. Open Cup team. Oh, no. Don't. There, We're going to be kings of the Cup the, again. There's the hope again. We're going to make the semifinals. No, there there, there is no hope. Like, there... Like, there's no hope for the MLS Cup, but at least this roster is competent enough for the U.S. Open Cup. Whether they make it to the semifinals or not, it's, you know, that's one place where I can see them shine. RJ, there's another thing that you wanted to talk about, and I added it onto the game plan here. Uh, Robbie Earnshaw. You wanted oh, to talk about Robbie Earnshaw. Oh, yeah, can I explain right, so... the context for this before you get into it, RJ? Sure, go I just put in the chat because we're trying to plan this as we always do, and I'm like, do we even have anything to talk about? And then RJ almost immediately just goes Robert Earnshaw goal to game ratio. And I'm like, okay, fair enough. I saw I saw RJ tweeting this on like I saw him tweet that and I'm like, oh, we're gonna have to talk about that, aren't we? Go on then. I didn't see it on Twitter because I haven't checked my fire Twitter in forever. Robert Earnshaw, um what's uh some facts about him? I think he's the only um British player, or actually, he's the only he's the only player to have scored a hat trick in the Prem, uh, the Championship, League One, League Two, FA Cup, the League Cup, and for uh, internationals. I think he plays for Wales. But anyway, oh, that's an unbelievable stat, actually. Yeah. But, but anyway, um, back in 2014, the Fire signed him from Blackpool for I don't know I don't know how they did that, but. Um, Five appearances and three goals. I I I think not, so. Mm-hmm. Not all those appearances were starts either, as well, with to to boost the minutes per goal ratio. They're we not, signed him um, like right at the end of the season, I think. Like pretty much at the end of the season. So, yeah. so someone quoted my tweet, um, DGH twenty thirty six. Um, he basically also posted more stats. But Earnshaw does have the best uh, games-to-goal ratio at 0.6. Uh, Nico is next, and then next would be Barrich, and then Razov, and then Mike McGee, and then David Akam, and then um, that dude who manages uh, the Las Vegas team. Eric Winalda. Yeah. Hey, we like Winalda here. That is a quality fun fact, to be fair. I remember because I remember it came at the end of the season because I remember him scoring and then the fire didn't re-sign him, which very much annoyed my dad. And then he went to Vancouver. Toronto. Sc- no, no, he went to Vancouver. And then Toronto. No, Toronto was two years prior, I believe, or one year prior. Yeah, Wait, he, so was, how, he was how, at Toronto. He was at Toronto. Then went to Blackpool, played a single, had a single oh. appearance in Blackpool, and then came back to MLS. Went to, came to the fire because we got him and uh, Florence Cinema Flo- Pongole Florence Cinema at the Pongole. same time. So oh, we okay, got. Because I was wondering them. how he had played for Blackpool, well, how he played for Toronto. Because I knew he played for Toronto, and I assumed it was before the fire. So that Blackpool. It was before the fire. He played a full season with Toronto in 2013. Well, no, not full season. He like, what he's known for in MLS history now is they always use the clip of him uh, front flipping for the celebration reel. Whenever they, they the MLS put together a video reel of celebrations, they always include the front flip. I'll never forget Florence and Pungol's goal in Logan Paz's last ever game. Uh, apparently, uh, Robbie Earnshaw's mother uh, was a professional uh, footballer in Zambia and later became a boxer. So Robbie Earnshaw's mom sounds awesome, and I want to hear more about oh, that. 
I'm sorry, a professional soccer, a professional woman soccer, a professional woman soccer player, a professional woman soccer player in Zambia, and then a boxer. Like that's the most obscure shout. Let's get her on then. Come on, let's let's get on. We need to find her. We're gonna contact Rita Earnshaw, and we're gonna be like, "Hey, we're a fire podcast. Like, can can we contact you?" He's like, "Oh, we talk to your mom. We talk to your mother, actually." She's like, Can we talk to your mom? Does your mom know about the Japanese league and Tulsa City and the Bosnian Premier League? <laughs> I also love how it's called the Bosnian Premier League, which is superb stuff considering how bad the league actually is as a whole. Oh, man. Is I that... mean, Robbie Earnshaw is like technically, he's a Nottingham Forest legend. I mean, 98 appearances, 35 goals. Cardiff City legend, actually. He started off his career with Cardiff. 183 appearances, 86 goals with Cardiff. That term. Relatively usely. Um, Loosely, sorry. Yeah, whatever. Uh, I, I say legend sometimes. What, yeah, we, we, we say legend for a lot of fire. We players. say legend for a lot of things. Hey, Florence and Vogel. It will, to me, at least, always be a, a fire. Light, or a fire oh, by the way, I've, I've connected Earnshaw to, and this was another Twitter revelation today, um, I've connected Earnshaw to another fire player. Um, so the context behind this, Crystal Palace, they posted something saying that Joel Ward has never lost a Palace game against Brighton. Um, and then I thought they meant Grant Ward for whatever reason. And, oh, man. And uh, so Grant Ward played for Blackpool. He plays for Blackpool right now. So, I thought it was Hartlepool or something like that. I knew it was so, a pool. So there's a fire Blackpool connection thanks to Ward and Earnshaw. He's Grant been Ward, in Blackpool since Grant he left Ward, the fire, oddly enough. Grant Ward still owes me a game of FIFA. Like, he was supposed to play against me in FIFA, and he never did. So he owes me that. I distinctly remember there was a game where... Inka Boca! Oh, no. I'm losing the plot now. I, I, I think I think we can I think I think we can end this now. I don't even know where we could resume after what we've just said, I think said, we can end fair. this now. Uh, yeah. Uh, guys, uh, you have any? Do you have any last words? Let me find out who scored the other goal in this game before we get off, because I want you guys to know this at least. Bakari Samari gave up a penalty in this game. You guys remember when Adelton scored two own goals in the same game? I kind of miss Adelton. I'm not gonna lie to you. There's a okay, so there is a player named Adelton. There's a lot of guys named Adelton. <laughs> who is that? Uh, and there's a there's a player named Adelton on. Uh, Tommy, sorry, I, Tommy McNamara scored for Chivas USA this game as well. And then there's the uh, the first fire goal score that shall remain unnamed. And now I'm watching to see the second goal. Oh, I'm gonna I'm just dilly dally now, aren't I? But it's fine because yeah, once are. you guys, I think it's Quincy Amariqua, but I'm not sure. Is this even the? Oh, it is Quincy Amariqua. Back when he used to actually be good. And you know, then Amariqua. Yeah, he got two. He two. He got two. No, 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 no. Amariqua, Amariqua, isn't it? Ameriqua. Ameriqua. Yes. Oh, okay, fair enough. Oh, that's when you. You guys, Leland. you guys, making fun of me of my pronunciation. Amariqua. Is I, dude. I, I, I'm still sad about how it ended because he got too overconfident, too selfish as a player. Oh yeah. And it yeah. all fell apart. Oh, I mean, you see, you see what he's doing now. Remember when Samari got in a fight with someone in the technical staff? Remember when Samari like went off on Twitter? <laughs> he had a 
Um, there was Remember? a guy who's playing for Team USA named Bofo, so that's an easy joke right there. No one, no one. Guys, that's understandable. This, we're we're done. We're done here. Uh, Man, I'm, I'm, I'm watching highlights. Uh, do you have any last words? Do you have any last words, Adnan? Is this Kubo Torres that scored the winner? Who is that? RJ, do you have any I last miss, words? I miss the I miss the good no, days of MLS. Go, go to church. <laughs> Guys, uh, oh, oh, thank you for listening. I, I'm still uh, Adnan. I'm, I'm still Adnan. I'm still watching highlights from Chicago, Chicago USA. No, Chivas USA three, Chicago Fire two, back in 2014. We also have RJ here. Um, yeah, uh, first I'm, you you made RJ done. sign off, and then you tried doing the sign off again. Uh, I'm Grant Ward, by the way. Man, yeah. Uh, anyway, that's it. Uh, thank you for listening. Um, Make sure you hydrate and uh, wash your hands and eat the rich.